Graphic Audio fans. This is Production Manager Dwayne Beeman here with this week's Pick of the Week. This week's pick is Rihanna and Held Silver Number 2, Tarnished. In the second installment of our popular werewolf fantasy series, we find our newest were couple, Silver and her mate Andrew Dare, recovering from their wounds in a temporary location with the were pack in Seattle after they both put a stop to Silver's torturer, who previously injected Silver with actual silver in her veins, which caused her not to be able to shift anymore. Many from the Seattle pack has encouraged Dare to challenge for the leadership of his old pack in Roanoke, Virginia, which currently has weak leadership in the form of pack leader Rory. Dare debates this idea for a while, but decides to challenge for the leadership at the upcoming convocation in Arizona. But, as always, things never work out the way they should. You remember the torturer I just mentioned? Well, his dad, the current Alpha in Sacramento, is not very happy that his son is dead and plans revenge on Dare. At the same time, Rory, suspecting that Dare may challenge him, brings in reinforcements from Spain, courtesy of Dare's former brother-in-law and Dare's long-lost daughter, who blames Dare for her mom's death and her subsequent abandonment. Can Dare and Silver overcome these obstacles and bring much-needed peace to the unsettled werepacks in North America? You're gonna have to get the book to find out. Rihanna Unheld does another tremendous job in expanding the world of Dare and Silver through the second book of this series. This time, she tackles Dare's backstory while moving the current story arc of Silver, who is slowly beginning to get her strength and courage back, despite the fact that she still cannot shift to her wild side. Director Colleen Delaney and sound designer Thomas Hogan continue to flourish in creating a wonderful sound experience with this book aided by the graphic audio bullpen of actors led by Thomas Keegan, Blythe Coons, Casey Platt, Nick DePinto, Danny Gavigan, and David Harris. A great follow-up to the first book of the series, so grab it today. And if you haven't listened to the first book, then grab both and set yourself up for some great entertainment this weekend. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Silver Number 2, Tarnished. She planted her feet and let the chain trickle from her hand until she had only a single loop over her fingers. She waited a beat, letting them second-guess their instincts about the danger she posed, letting them relax. Then she lashed out with it. <laughs> the underling, smarter, flinched faster. She caught the alpha across the cheek, smelled the sizzle burn of his skin under the metal, and showed him her teeth. And you call me a drama queen. What was your name again? Silver dimly recalled it from Dare's discussions with her cousin, but she wanted to force the man to give it to her in his own voice, to give her some shade of death's power over him. Sacramento! You crazy cat! The man put fingertips to his cheek, disbelief sharpening into rage, and hissed in surprising pain. The silver-made wound hadn't healed as a normal one would. What's your plan? Silver let the chain hang loose. Not a weapon to be overused. Just the threat of it held the underling back. You could challenge Dare to a fight in revenge for your son's death this moment. But instead you talk. You attack me. You attack a human under Seattle's protection. Why? Are you so certain you'd lose? Sacramento tried to sneer, but it caught at wounded muscles and he stopped. <sighs> death in a fight is brief, you harridan. The world holds far more painful and fitting punishments for what he did to my son. 
Breathe. Death used the voice of Stefan, the one who'd killed Silver's pack, jagged with his madness. Only if you ask me nicely. Silver stepped back. How very human of you. They're the ones who invented... An eye for an eye. An eye for an eye. And the whole world goes blind. Silver stepped to Susan's side. Sacramento ignored her and gestured his underling to circle around behind Susan. The underling herded her, and by extension Silver, even farther from where other humans hurried back and forth. Perhaps Seattle will be crashing our party this time, but I'm still staying to make sure Dare receives my message properly. Get comfortable. Susan! Celine! John called as they all turned the corner. Silver stood beside Susan, confident and patient in her waiting stance, her silver chain in hand. The rush of relief was so great, Andrew didn't bother to correct John about using the wrong name for Silver. Sacramento had a fresh silver burn on his cheek. The bleached blonde man who tried to attack Andrew when they first headed back to Seattle Den blocked the women's path to the parking lot, but he skittered aside on seeing Andrew, as if the silver medal had weakened his confidence. Under the stink of Sacramento's burn, Andrew smelled blood. When he spotted it on Silver's temple, panic charged to rage as easily as shifting in the full. Sacramento would pay for that blood. Andrew could imagine the feeling of the man's throat in his teeth even now. John crossed immediately to his girlfriend and enfolded her in a tight embrace. He drew her away from Sacramento and toward the pack's fighters, waiting for orders. Andrew would have loved to do the same to Silver, but he knew better than to imply she needed such reassurance in front of an enemy. He came to stand behind her, and she backed up to create contact between their bodies without his hands touching her. She was all right, he reminded himself to try to slow his heart. Hurt, but all right. Hello, Nate. Long time no see. <laughs> Technically, Andrew was out of line to omit Sacramento's title when he didn't have a personal relationship with the man or wasn't another alpha. In the years since Andrew last saw him, his face had sharpened. I hear we have a problem. You should discipline your mate, using silver on her own kind. Is that what her leash on you is made of? He nodded to John. Like whatever that human has on Seattle. What is she, his fuck toy? <laughs> I had no idea he was into that kind of thing. Sacramento pointedly kept his voice below Susan's threshold of hearing at her distance. You are trespassing, Sacramento. John left Susan to join them. And attacking those under my protection. You have an hour to make it beyond the border or I'll throw you out myself. Sacramento held up his hands. I've delivered my message. I have no beef with you, Seattle. I'll be waiting on the other side of your southern border tomorrow morning. I'd suggest you send Dare to face the lady's clear gaze. He pressed a hand to his cheek and walked with pointed insouciance toward his truck at the back of the store's lot. The blonde hurried after. Sacramento turned over his shoulder to blow a kiss from his fingertips to Silver. You and me, babe. I look forward to the rematch soon. Silver lifted her chin as she watched him go. I've found death tends to punish those who assume he'll come at their beck and call like some kind of domesticated pet. Watch out for him yourself. If you enjoyed what you heard from the clip of Silver Number 2, Tarnished, 
you can purchase the title right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. You can purchase the title in all available download formats, MP3, M4B, and FLAC. It is also available in audio CD format, and you can listen to your downloads anytime, anywhere with our free Graphic Audio Access app, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back next week as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, peace.